0: Two wizards two wizards. Two wizards.
1: I, I okay. I know like last week was kind of a brain melter with what they don't want you to know about the moon, what nobody's telling you about the moon, and the week before that was also a bit of a mind melter with ancient medicine. So I honestly can't really remember if I said this last week um, when we were recording. But the Mrs. Wizard and I did the like fall thing to do around here, which is go uh, uh, pick pick apples at an oh, nice. orchard. So yeah, we did that, uh, yeah, like last weekend, um, and got like, cause isn't a bushel like
0: 25 pounds? Isn't that it? 38 pounds is a former produce wizard.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was just going to say, I was just was going to say, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we got a, we got a basket, which is apparently a bushel, a bushel basket. Cause it was, it was, yeah, it was probably like 35 pounds, something like that. Um, got a buttload of apples. Um she made a pie. It's great. All right. <laughs> when we're done recording, probably going to have some pie. And then it was uh uh but then it was only today. It was only today that we processed a bunch of that. Um so yeah, we we're going to make some some hard cider again. Um so looking forward to that. And then I'm I could call me, I don't know, like the grandchild of somebody who went through the Great Depression. <laughs> Because I was like, okay, so we, you know, we have our press and we, you know, processed everything and got as much juice out as we can. And then, right, I was like, but what about all this, like, pulp? Like, I feel bad just throwing it out. Is there, is there some way? I don't know if we can, like, use this or repurpose it. And so I was looking and other than making just, like, a metric ton of, like, apple muffins. Because that was, like, the first one. Just, like, bake it into a muffin. <laughs> right. Um, or, like, pancakes or something. Uh, I have another bit of wizardy going on where it's like, no, you can like press, you can press all the like pulp and stuff, press it down into a baking sheet, throw that bad boy in the oven on the lowest setting overnight and make like fruit, fruit jerky, fruit leather stuff. Oh, there you go. Look at you go. So that is as of right now, as I'm recording, this is that's been in the oven for four hours. And it says a minimum of 12, 24 is better because we don't have a fruit dehydrator, right? Or just Mm -hmm. a dehydrator. So, yeah, I'll either, like, burn my house down. (laughs) (laughs) Then it'll smell wonderfully appley and autumnal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or I'll have, yeah, like five pounds of, like, apple, apple jerky, apple leather, um... By, by the end of this so, so yeah
0: let's see how it goes <laughs> oh shit that's funny
1: <laughs> so yeah and, and, and man like I was I was just in the zone because like probably the next purchase would be like a proper fruit grinder because what we ended up doing was like one of us just like sliced a bunch of apples into more manageable pieces mm-hmm. the other whipped those in the blender for yeah, you know, like a couple minutes kind of like a slurry apple sauce, if you will, and then just pack that into the press and then do the whole crank thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just having, like, I'm, I'm sure all my dreams tonight are going to be of me just, like, slicing apples just nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> when, when will it end?
0: <laughs> apples. Apples. Apples everywhere. <laughs> I'm channeling the spirit of Mark. Oh, help me, <laughs> produce wizard. Oh.
1: No, I was. I was. I, I I don't know if like when you were driving back from from your trip if you felt like a like a, like oh, I felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> As if someone fell into produce mancy without like the proper skill level.
0: <laughs> oh no. Something's amiss know. in the fruit force.
1: The fruit force. I love it. Ah, well, listeners, I don't know if you're, maybe you also went out apple picking, maybe you made your own apple cider, or you're going to be processing it into hard cider, but whatever it may be, thank you for joining us once more here on the Two Wizards podcast. My name is Josh, I've been slicing apples all goddamn
0: day, and I'm a wizard. <laughs> and my name is Mark, and I am a wizard, and yeah, welcome back. Um here we are. Happy October. Happy proper fall, guys. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Well, and and
1: uh it'll I think this will just miss, but also by the time this episode comes out, a happy belated birthday to you, sir.
0: Yes, thank uh, you, sir. Yeah, it would have been uh Monday.
1: Yeah. So so one more one more time around in this cosmic dance that this pale blue marble this pale blue dot goes on. Uh, well and so you were telling me a little bit before we started recording do you want to share with everybody what 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 you and your Mrs. Wizard went off uh, to 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 go mark the occasion to go celebrate?
0: I can a little bit because it'll tie into what I have in my Wizard's right on. So Oh, okay. No, perfect. That's a great segue. That's a great segue then. We went up to Salida this weekend, everybody, and we know Salida. We love Salida. I had a bunch of pizza, and I went to Eddie Line Brewery, brewery, my favorite goddamn brewery in the world. But Josh, I didn't bring home any Eddie Line because number one, first up on deck, well, it's not first up, but it's like my anchor, is a uh, pumpkin patch ale from Eddie Line that my goddamn boss bought me. Aww. Yeah, so thank you to him. That's
1: wonderful.
0: Um, And then followed by that, the first one I'm going to drink tonight, I got Insulida out of Upslope Brewing, is their Oktoberfest. Yay! I've never had their Oktoberfest before. I've never had the Upslope, and I saw it today at the Big Liquor Stores Relief in town, and I got a boner. And then I have a Ghost of Christmas (laughs) Past in the form of the Kaiser out of Avery Brewing. That's right, kids. The Imperial Oktoberfest Lager is back. Oh, oh, baby! <laughs> oh, I want to we say that was in giant snakes was when I drank that the first time, but I'm not I th- sure. Think you're right, I and that was right. yeah, that know. was two years ago. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll have to, um, right? So as we're branching out, we're gonna have to start the the two wizards wiki, um, and like yeah, just do like a quick rundown of what was in our are there chalices or goblets or tankards or rhytons. Um, and so, yeah, maybe maybe some pioneering listener will feel inspired to, to start the Two Wizards w- Wiki, so that we can very easily look up what it was was what, what or when it was that we had these various <laughs> callbacks and things like that. Well, and, and actually speaking of uh, what's in my Wizards Riton, I had a similar kind of thing. Like, I think maybe you have had this one before, or maybe not. They kind of sound familiar, but in uh, with me, I have. From New Belgium, their Atomic Pumpkin, oh uh, buddy, (laughs) not not special release though. That is clearly crossed out on can, and written above it is Spicy release. So this is a yeah a pumpkin ale with um, uh, habanero, and cinnamon. I remember that one. So yeah, it's uh, so yeah. I I guess I'm I'm playing catch up there, Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm also very much excited now that it's October, all the uh, Oktoberfest beers, all the pumpkin ales, all the pumpkin beers. Uh, And I guess on that note, uh, here's Anya.
0: Cheers, good buddy.
1: Okay, I mean, so far so good. Yeah. We'll see what happens when I wake up tomorrow and. Have to go TA for Intro to Classical Literature at eight AM. Uh, well, okay, nine nine AM. Um, like, hey, uh, Josh, I was hoping you could give me a little more feedback on my Odyssey essay. It was like, not now, Chief. Just was drinking atomic pumpkin all night. Um, come come by my office hours tomorrow. <laughs>
0: cast a fireball at your own big guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh i guess so i guess so um well, i mean you know it's so spicy josh you might you know i hope you're all right and you don't die and then have to come back as a spooky spooky yeah.
1: ghost spooky spooky ghost well and i guess i'm should be glad that this is only habanero and not ghost pepper ghost chili pepper ghost pepper thing Whatever that's called. <laughs> ooh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> oh God. I love how dumb we are sometimes. I know. <laughs> ooh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> so
0: I like Mark, to think you know our respected Mrs. Wizards can hear us, like, like moments like this yeah. when it's just ooh. It's like, how did it go? <laughs> oh, it was good, really, because it sounded like you're making fucking ghost sounds for an hour. <laughs> well, that was part of the process, yes. What's and that's that, why the recording you know, is two yeah. hours long. <laughs> You're <Yeah>, right, right. <laughs>
1: you, gotta, you gotta channel, you know, you gotta, gotta do a little channeling of the other side, a little seance, something like that. And so, Mark, of course, what is it that we're talking about today?
0: We Okay, so this is going to be a special month. We're getting the ookiest, spookiest we've ever done, and we're talking about nothing but ghosts all month yeah. long. But tonight, yeah, tonight as a primer, though, we're just going to kind of try and I wrote in my notes or in my outline, this isn't a loose robe. It's like a loose shroud (laughs) just about ghosts. We're going to talk about them and they're everywhere and it's not going to be an exhaustive study at all. And Josh, we're going to kick into being a ghost podcast in like December, I think. I'm pretty damn sure because I found a lot of cool poltergeist cases, but like, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ghosts. Okay. No, yeah. Ooh. I I can dig it. Woo! I can dig it. Yeah, uh and, and so yeah, so this is right. This is our primer. This is our opener, not so much a loose robe like a shade, like you say, but a loose shroud. You know, we're all kind of holding hands sitting around the table with a like silk silk cloth over it and the little ball in the middle. Um and so yeah, so we we are we are laying the foundation. We are preparing for what is going to be Literally the ookiest, spookiest month of ooky spooky months on the Two Wizards podcast. Um,
0: So, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, let's do it, buddy. Ghosts. How do you feel about ghosts? ghosts? Like, have you seen them? Do you believe in them?
1: Yeah, I think. So, I have not had any, like, direct face to spectral face contact with a ghost. I haven't, like, seen any... But I have had some like Unexplainable things happen um, I've been in places where Yeah just like the like Vibes feel off Like super negative Like ah there's some There's some unsettled Still kind of pissed off Thing going on here um, But like as far as like Me like seeing one No I can't say I can't say that Okay much Okay um, What about you man? Um, yeah. Be, before we, like, do the campfire thing and trade trade our ghost stories, or our closest thing to ghost stories, what's your, yeah, kind of general, general kind of take?
0: Well, now there's a campfire in the background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I I don't believe in ghosts in, like, the classical sense. Like, my great-grandfather will never come to, like, deliver exposition to me. Yeah. But, yeah, no, yeah, I say... definitely think that there's something. Like... A lot of people have seen them. There's got to be something there. And I think really it's like a psychic scar and, or we'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would believe it. I believe it. Well, and and it is, it's, you
1: know, we, I mean, uh, uh, cue the, we fit music. Like how many times have we said like, Oh, like look at the prevalence of like flood myths or look at the prevalence of like giant, giant birds. Mm -hmm. Um, there's some there's some sort of yeah like cross cultural intercultural multicultural aspect idea of like yeah just because a person's dead um there's still something that like kind of lingers and maybe it is there to let yeah like scare you maybe it has like its own uh, a, a agenda that it's trying to like wrap up that it couldn't fulfill in life, and so now it has to happen after. Um, m- maybe it's to impart wisdom, maybe it's to avenge me, right? Like, that's the whole yeah, the inciting instant with Hamlet mm-hmm. is, um, yeah, his, his dad shows up as a ghost. It's like, yeah, son, what the shit? <laughs> I'm pretty your sure uncle that's Scar killed me. I mean,
0: your, your uncle. <laughs>
1: Uh, so so yeah so I guess what what has been like the closest that you have encountered something along those lines what's like the nearest thing that that, that you've experienced personally
0: um, when I was five or six we lived in this house in Littleton mm-hmm. and like there would always be somebody standing in the upstairs of the house there'd just be a person standing there Ooh. and you'd see him when you pull in at night and you would see him like you just see him like when you pull up to the house and but there'd never be anybody up there and it was just there was a gray body up there like um that house was real weird there was definitely like cold su- like cold sink spots um the basement was like a goddamn horror movie basement <laughs> and i mean it wasn't it was like you know a house in the 90s in Denver suburb like it was a cement block and stuff like that but like the stairs going down were rickety and weird and it was it was a creepy goddamn house like we lit and and to kind of compound it too like that was the house where like my parents got divorced in I guess is what you would call it or how you would describe it like and so just on top of like all that weird shit like the house was just fucking weird you know Oh, right. oh, that oh shit, I just remember this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't mean to freak mm. out like this. No, no, no. So it What's was a on? joke. We always joked about how, like, there's a ghost, right? There's a ghost in the house, mm. the house is haunted. And it wasn't a scary thing. My mom is kind of like, she's not wooey, but she's connected to what, or not, you know what I mean? She's attuned to that kind of shit, yeah. the same way that I am. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, you don't buy into it, but you don't dismiss it. Um, sure. So she was real positive, like, oh yeah, sure, it's just the ghost, it's okay. He's looking out for you. Um, And then one night, I was brushing my teeth. And I felt this thing, like, run up and down, like, up and down my legs and then up my back. Like, the back's my legs, mm-hmm. not my back. And I was like, oh, the ghost is tickling me. And I keep brushing my teeth, and it does it again, and then it hurts. And I run and tell my mom, and I'm like, the ghost is tickling me, the ghost is tickling me. And um, come to find out, and, like, she's like, okay, well, that's real weird, because I'm five, and you don't listen to five-year-olds. Um, and then, long story short, uh, my dad had, like, hit the sink in the bathroom... And he got zapped and what had happened was the there was a wire or there was a metal ring around the like sink stand and the wiring was faulty and it was like it was like arcing into the metal.
1: Holy cow. Yeah, my dad was an electrician
0: and he had like his like, you know, gauge meter and he just kinda threw it on there, he's like, oh son of a bitch. Like there is a ghost tickling you, like (laughs) Holy cow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's but yeah. That's crazy cool. Ooky spooky mm, ghosts okay. when you're six, and I don't yeah. know. I always yeah. think that I've seen more ghosts than I probably have. Like, I yeah. know you and I, and I want to say a couple other people, went ghost hunting on campus. Like,
1: Right, yeah, that, 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 that's just a thing, too. Um, yeah, because I I didn't, when I was a little kid, I didn't necessarily have any instance like that. Um, there's one time, oh, man, I was probably like second or third third grade, something like that, Um, I was hanging out at a friend's house, um, you know, just like after school, after, I don't know, like, little league practice or whatever, just kind of hanging out, Um, and he said that his house was haunted, and was, right, through the whole things like, oh, yeah, don't look upstairs, blah, 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 whatever, Um, but, like, I didn't Again, I could kind of like feel that there was something like weird about that house, but I didn't necessarily see anything directly. It was like, okay, yeah, I'm kind of getting the heebie-jeebies. Like, I could, I could see the possibility that there is in fact a ghost in this house, <laughs> as I said to myself when I was seven years old. Um, <laughs> um, but then, yeah, uh, didn't really have anything on our own. Uh, when when the Mrs. Wizard and I were first dating and when I moved in to her place before we got married. Um, I mean, that house wasn't... I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe that's it. It was like an ultra-conservative, like... <laughs> yeah, ghost that <those> was haunting <laughs> act.
0: Clenching um, its pearls at you. <laughs>
1: yeah, right, right. Um, uh, and that, that house... It was only built in, like, the 40s or 50s, so not, like, super old. But we would kind of joke that for as windy as the valley gets, like, there wouldn't be any wind, but we'd still hear, like, creaks, or, like, we'd be in one half of the house, and then we'd hear something, or, like, a door would kind of close. Mm. And so we would kind of... And so we would, of course, like, joke, like, oh, yeah, that's our that's our ghost here. Um, and so we named him Mortimer, oh. which, I know, like... Uh, and so and so yeah, like we had, we were coexisting with Mortimer for like a year, a year and a half or so, um, and then we got our first cat, Monroe, hmm. and Mortimer, either pieced out or, got, got, maybe he was allergic or something, which is funny because Devon Rex cats are aren't supposed to set off people's, well, not the living, but like,
0: Josh, but you know,
1: true, true, um, <laughs> but. But then, right, there's also that thing, too, right? Like, oh, no, like, ghosts like don't like cats, or cats don't like ghosts, or, or I, yeah. don't, I don't know, something like that, too. But, um, but yeah, that was the closest, like, we ever... And, and it was. It was a sort of, like, never anything malicious, never felt like, oh, no, he's... he's uh, just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's more we more just wanting to be acknowledged or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, that was it. But then also, as you mentioned, um, yeah, I think I remember that night... Going going to campus there and trying to do some ghost hunting before it got on. Well, no, I think that was like right as it was getting on, like TLC and Discovery and just getting dumb. Because um, <laughs> both of us being right, co- coming from like some some kind of theater backgrounds, like theater ghosts are definitely a thing. Yeah. In fact, there's even the ghost light that you're supposed to leave on. Even like yeah, so rehearsals over, the performance is over, everybody's cleaning up and going home. But you get, like, just a plain, like, uh, standing lamp with an uncovered bulb, and you just plop that bad boy downstage center and leave it on um, overnight. So that way the ghosts can come and perform their ghosty plays. And ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh.
0: I'd watch Ghost Play. That's a lie. I would, like, Hell go yeah. to the first act of Ghost Play and then nope out because I hate theater. But, yeah, I'd go to Ghost Play. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, more, more, right, it's, it's you know, it's a ghost that you know is in it. You want to be supported. You want to go over there, but then afterwards you're just like, oh god, it's so self indulgent. And pick up the cues, guys. Come on, I could drive a, I could drive a truck through those. Cues, Don't you those want to guys.
0: come to my one ghost show?
1: Dang, you know, I got, I, I had something that night. <laughs> it's running for one month.
0: I'm watching my brother's kids. Got to be Uncle Mark tonight. You know how it is, bud. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just, uh, man, dang it. Will it be re- recorded?
1: <laughs> I come to a
0: seat. <laughs> <laughs> then you can come to the <laughs> cast party and get drinks with us afterward. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Oh, 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 man, that's, oh, man. <laughs> um. Bring
0: your nephew and niece Oh <laughs> <laughs> Other people are bringing their kids, too. <laughs> You have ghost children, <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> this is a stupid oh. one. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I love it. I love it. Cause also, like, wasn't? Oh man. See, I, I'm a bad San Luis Valley native. Cause like, I, I, I know some of the lore, but I also don't know a whole lot of it. Cause it was, cause isn't like Luther Bean. Museum? Isn't that supposed to be haunted Oh yeah, Luther Bean campus? was haunted
0: as shit. The old uh, theater building in um the, old theater the building. sub was haunted as shit. Some kid hung himself up there or something allegedly one time. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Um I'm trying to remember Doc used to trick. talk about that. Like people would get freaked out in that lighting booth. Oh that's right. And he always that's maintained right. it was because it was like concrete brick and it wasn't, you know, insulated so it got super fucking hot in there, but Yeah, yeah.
1: maybe.
0: The ghost was trying to warn what? you of heat stroke. Yeah. <laughs> you may want to get a drink of water. Water. <laughs> You've got a break between cues. Step outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, I also know, just kind of like local legend, um, there was a house on North River Road that was supposedly, yeah, like super haunted. And, like, that was a thing to do in, like, the 60s and 70s. Like, my mom, when she was growing up there, she would say, like, oh, yeah, like, that was sort of a thing. Like, when you got to high school, you had to, like, at least once uh, go over to, like, the old abandoned haunted house on uh, North River Road and, like, see, yeah, like, see if you could spend the night or look for ghosts and things like that. Um, but then it got demolished.
0: Was and that the, weird, part of the Was that
1: the monkey house or was that the devil's playground? So, so, the Devil's Playground is something different. Okay. Um, I, think it, I, I think it was also called the Monkey House. Um, and I want to say it's like, maybe it's part of the golf course, or it's like land that the golf course owns, where, where the house was, question huh. mark? I'm not entirely sure. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, and then there's also the Devil's Playground, which is like on the south side. Okay. Uh, kind of by, of course, kind of by some of the the like uh, railroad tracks and oh man how did that go yeah of, of course there's like there's some weird guy who was like a like a devil worshiper or something like that um, but then also when all these like industrial freight cars would come through alamosa there was like yeah sort of like a, like an oil not full on refinery but like an oil natural gas kind of like storage place mm-hmm. um, and so they would just like they just like dump out uh, some of their hazardous waste, just in oh like these big, yeah, just in like these like big like pits, <laughs> these big yeah, just like open air pits, next to the tracks. Um, oh, that's what's so, wrong with
0: know, it Could could be, <laughs> it could be,
1: um, but then right, of course, then at, at some point all that got got cleaned up. Uh, well, and and I, I'm also kind of remembering because it was right two years ago. Um, yeah, our first kind of Halloween-themed batch of episodes, right, talking about some of the local ghosts here uh, in Columbus. Uh, and, yeah, some of the haunted houses. And then I want to say there's a pretty well-known case about, yeah, like a girl's ghost that haunts a building um, on the OSU campus. And and I think it was a similar kind of thing. Like, she, she either committed suicide or, like, she had an affair with somebody, and so then he killed her, um, oh, shit. something like that. Um, yeah, I. Uh, so, I I only like kind of know about some of this, um, because yeah, two years ago, uh, the like theater department acting grad students, they were going to do this whole like, hey, uh, it's the hundred and fiftieth anniversary of Ohio State, so let's do some kind some like devised theater let's, let's, let's like r- create our own play about like campus stories and like somebody was gonna like talk about this girl um, but uh, but then like A, COVID happened and then mm. B like that whole devised theater thing just fell apart at the seams real fast There's a lot of I don't know if I can get too much into it but yeah D- d- darn it, we never got to see that performance of what, what could have been.
0: <laughs> woo,
1: woo. <laughs> what did we miss um, out on? <laughs> yeah. Was, oh, okay, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is um, from anamalien.com, the disturbing hauntings of the Oxley Hall at The Ohio State University. While no one seems to know the exact year, according to my sources, OSU only began keeping campus death records in the early 1980s. It was during winter break in the 1930s that one female student was left alone in this uh, 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 Oxley Hall, in this like female female women's residence hall. Uh, Who she was, why she stayed behind, and how exactly she died is up for conjecture. Three things that remain consistent in her tale is that her death was violent, that it happened on the third floor, and it took place on December 17th. Oh shit. Um, by many accounts, she hung herself or slit her wrists in the bathtub. Others say she was killed when she surprised a burglar expecting an empty dorm. Either way, many have witnessed her presence. University legend even states that the ghost is the reason is, is no is the reason the building is no longer used as a place of residence um for many years she has been known to turn lights on and off unlock and open doors and has been heard walking and talking throughout the building many (laughs) swear that if you go past oxley hall late at night during winter break you'll see a light on uh in one of the third floor rooms and might even hear her screams wow okay Uh, yeah so oh is this another one A particularly disturbing incident occurred during Christmas break of 1980, as told to the Lantern. Um, That's the like student newspaper. Mm -hmm. Um, Randy Gebhardt tells the story of a female security guard that was standing outside Mack Hall. It's a different residence, which adjoins Oxley. When she had an overwhelming sensation of being watched, she just turned in time to see one of the dorm doors slam. Dorm doors slam shut on a balcony. After calling Deb Hart for backup, the security guards began to search of the building with the dorm director in tow. The first thing that the group noticed was that a ladder that was stored on the third floor had been moved to a hallway on the second floor. On the third floor, things got stranger. Uh, quote, we went to the balcony where the door had been slammed shut and started seeing tinsel lying on the floor leading out of a dorm room, said Geb Hart. As they entered the room to investigate, the dorm director immediately noticed that the Christmas tree was missing. Finding the tinsel only offered more questions as the trail stopped cold in the middle of the hallway, with no more tinsel or any sign of the tree. Was it the ghost or the Grinch? No <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, that was kind of a silly uh, yeah. left to turn there, but but anyway. So yeah, there's apparently right. There's apparently a female ghost on
0: campus that uh, mm-hmm. around winter break gets 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 extra active, but. So, like, what do you think a ghost is?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think... Okay, so, like, sort of first first pass, what people perceive to be ghosts are, yeah, things like unexplained noises, maybe, like, yeah, like weird flashes of light, for whatever reason, or, like, when you think you see something out of the side of your eye. Um, yeah, that's, like, just out of your field of vision, you, like, maybe perceive something like that. So I, I mean, I think I think that's part of it too. Uh, but then when right, you add in the sort of like psychological things, like those stories, right? Like of this girl who apparently had a horrible death. Um, this this house in yeah, like North Alamosa. That's just well, that's just the haunted house. That's just yeah, like the monkey house. And mm-hmm. um, sort of like builds up its own story of. Um, Yeah, like, not exactly... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, not exactly, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy, but it's like, oh, yeah, like, if this... If you, like, keep talking about this thing, then it does be kind of get, like, built up into its own own sort of legend. And then, right, you get decades later, packs of, like, yeah, high school students be like, hey, man, I dare you to spend a night alone at the monkey house. No! Um... And then something happens, and then they run off screaming, terrified. Um, but then, as far as like people who will look at you dead ass in the like eye and say like, "No, I, I had I saw a ghost," mm-hmm. um, and like chase me, what what that is? I have no clue.
0: Scooby Doo bullshit. No
1: yeah, it, it, it's got to be. It's got to be some yeah some. Oh, it's a it's a projector that. <laughs> He was running from the from the closet.
0: It was you all along, and I would have been able to funnel more drugs out of my shitty Chinese food restaurant if it wasn't for you (laughs) meddling kids. But uh,
1: but but yeah, like like people who swear like that stuff, or like like you were talking about having like a physical sensation. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, buddy, I have. I I would have to be there in like in like night vision goggles. (laughs) and like an EM reader uh, and like be some asshole with like a like selfie camera on TLC being like hello we 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 request your presence
0: or whatever bullshit (laughs) or the what is it one of them one of the ghost bros and he just runs in the house and starts fucking calling all the ghost idiots and shit like hey fuck you ghost (laughs) you fucking Charlie pussy ghost. I think it's like Jersey Ghost Hunters or some shit and he just like insults Jersey the ghost. ghosts <laughs> you call that a haunting that haunting's garbage <laughs> garbage <laughs> oh big fucking scary ghost ooh come get me <laughs> asshole <laughs>
1: oh, that's too good I don't know if this is a ghost story necessarily but it's, it's a something it's a something story it's an unexplained phenomenon kind of story um, okay, but but he has this. So, my junior year of high school, uh, in the summer, I went to a track and field camp at Kansas University. There in Lawrence, um, one of the assistant track coaches there was buddies with my dad. They like competed against each other, and then they ended up like um, being like grad assistant coaches at the same time at Adams during like the yeah like seventies and eighties. Um, so that's how I, I got over there. It was a week. It was great. It was fun. Um, and then I rode the Greyhound bus out to Lawrence. Uh, but then my dad came and picked me up and, like, drove me back so I wouldn't have to ride the Greyhound again. <laughs> yeah. and, and and so he could see his buddy. Um, and so the story goes, right, like, track and field camp ended. Sometime in the afternoon, my dad gets there. Uh, we, uh, I think we... He, like, drove back that day. Oh, wow. I'm trying to... Or, or or maybe he drove out the night before, spent the night, and then, like, the next day. But it was, like, late. It was late. It was, like, well past midnight. We're driving through flat, boring-ass uh, slaughterhouses everywhere, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, then, and then, yeah, we were going to get back in Alamos at, like, I don't know, like, 6 a.m. or something like that, because that's what we streeter men do. We just drive at ungodly hours right um but so yeah it was like i don't know it was like 2 a.m 3 a.m something like that i was passed out my dad was drinking coffee he was still driving and he like slept all the day before to, to get that. i think that must have been it he must have driven out the day before anyway anyway um and so like right just as he's getting into i think like i think he said like just as he g- crossed into the colorado state border um there's like this giant herd of elk off, okay. off on one side of, of the highway. But they were like starting to like inch close. Like they were like inching closer and closer to the road. And my dad, you know, he's, he's not like super speeding, but he's going highway speeds. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this could be bad. He gets this feeling like this could be really bad. If one of these deer or, or elk or whatever it was decides to like bolt out in front of me, there's no way I, I can like stop, stop this like truck in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so he says that he feels some presence, um, like one, like kind of imbue him with like a confidence and a calm, and like things are going to be fine, things are going to be okay. One, and then two, this same sort of presence is like corralling or like holding back the deer.
0: Hmm. That
1: like so 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 they don't so they don't cross into this yeah you know, like little two lane. Highway at 4 a.m. Or whenever it was. Um, I think he might have even said that there was, like... Maybe, like, a light? I think oh, he shit. might have even said something like that. I'm trying to... Okay. Me- I don't know. I'll have to ask him again. So, yeah. That's, like... Whatever it was. Like, maybe that was, like, the presence of some poor farmer in, like, the 50s. Who ran his truck into a deer and, like, died. And, like, he, like, <laughs> guarded that stretch of highway outside of Lamar or whatever <laughs> so yeah so th- that that's one of his that's one of his stories and he's like you know I can't explain it I can just tell you this is what I felt and oh good
0: that's cool
1: yeah so yeah no yeah it is and it's cool and then right I'm just like passed out in the, in the you know, like passenger seat next to him oblivious to all of this right because I was dog tired but uh well yeah damn dude that's cool that's pretty neat. See, and and again, they're not always they're, they're not always malicious and out to get
0: you and make you pee your pants. <laughs> see, I don't think they're bad. I think it's just like a it's like the girl getting killed. Like it's just it's one of two things. It's either like you know, you have that chair that was your grandmother's chair and she always sat in mm-hmm. that chair and so every now and then you'll like look up and see her or something. Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. that psychological space that a person can kind of like just leave sort of a dent in reality in. Or maybe it's like your brain forgetting to not remember that that person's gone. Mm, So you look up and you see the image of your grandmother sitting in her chair. Or it's like, you know, a place where something really bad did happen. Like, the girl getting killed, Mm -hmm. and there's this big, like, release of, like, energy because, you know, hey, what is it, thermodynamics number one or two? Or you can't destroy it or create it. And there is, we'll get into it in a little bit here, but, like, there is a difference in a living and non-living body. And what is that? I don't know, but, like, that Mm -hmm. spark of life, whatever you want to call it, like, a soul or a spark or whatever, like, it's there. No, it is. And if it gets released, you know, quickly and violently, then it can leave that type of impression. You know, I I don't know, but... Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, there's that farmer that, you know, massacred the deer family. So not only is the (sighs) farmer... Guiding your dad, the there deer family <laughs> is holding back <laughs> oh, the other the deer, deer, deer. Saying, No, no, and, and, and you know, like the other deer are like, you know, I was gonna cross this fucking street, but there was this thing yeah. like holding me back, and right as soon as like I was gonna do it, <laughs> holy shit, a truck went by doing sixty miles an hour, like, man. Mm-hmm. But I felt this thing holding you know, like there's some deer out there well, telling the same story to his kids on his deer podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, and not to not to give secrets away, but I'm I'm sure that we will hear many more stories later this month on the Two Wizards podcast. As as we get ghosty, um, I'm, I'm sure we will hear many more instances of, yeah, de- ghost, ghost animals, spirit, spirit animals, that that interact in all sorts of wild and wacky fashion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh, uh, we ought to talk about, like, actual ghosts, though, right? Like, mm. mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, like, we, we've, we've skirted around it enough, we ought to give a crash course in ghosts, because this is supposed to be, like, a crash course primer. Um, yeah, According to louisvillehauntings.com, there are five types mm. of ghosts. You have a interactive personality, and this is the ghost that takes a human form. So this is, like, the mm. dude standing in my upstairs window. This is... The image of your grandma sitting in her chair knitting and rocking.
1: Um, this is Patrick Swayze, in Ghost, <laughs> with him. Well, no, I, I guess people couldn't see him. What you can see were, him. Were, you were can see him or him. feel
0: him, like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I, I, I don't know, but also like you can't split hairs on Patrick Swayze movies; otherwise, Roadhouse really doesn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> third point, third point. Um, you also see these, like, classically as pro- plot contrivance. It's, you know, Simba slash um, Hamlet's dad appearing before him going, go kill your uncle. It's, um, oh, Josh, what is it? The Persians. And Cyrus oh. gets yelled at? Uh, n- Not so Cyrus. That Darius. 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 Yeah, he gets yelled at, and yeah. the hand appears, in, or the writing, the many, many tecla tekla appears on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. We'll even say Ghostbusters ghosts.
0: Yeah, kind of Ghostbusters ghosts, yeah. Yeah. Um, you have mist, fog, or wisps. And we kind of already hit this with our Can You See the Lights episode, where we beat to death the idea of like this little unknowable ball of energy that exists only to mess with you. And there's poltergeists, and I don't want to spend too much time on them, because, like I said, we might really get into these later on. Hmm. But uh, poltergeists come from the German uh, "rumbling" or "noisy ghost." The polter, noisy, rumbling, guys, ghost. Mm-hmm. Whee! Ooh. um, and they usually just harass humans with dickish, mean-spirited pranks. It's a uh, slimer. Yeah. I think is a uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I think Slimers Well, and then of course, writes like the movie. Poltergeist too does I think a a, a a good representation
0: of what that would be like, which would which is to say horrible. That'd be awful. <laughs> you move the bodies, but you, or you move the headstones, but you didn't move the goddamn bodies. Yeah,
1: guys. Come on.
0: According to uh, investigator Joel Nickel, he says that poltergeists, uh, in the typical outbreak, small objects are hurled by air through unseen forces. Furniture is overturned and other disturbances occur usually just what could be accomplished by a juvenile trickster er, determined to plague credulous adults. So it's always that, like, the trope of it's just the kid doing it. Right. Um, Time and time again, poltergeist outbreaks. Witnesses have reported an object, object leaping from its own resting place by itself, when it is likely that the perpetrator has secretly obtained the object sometime earlier and waited for the opportunity to fling it from outside the room thus proving he or she was innocent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> on the one hand, right, of course, it's like, this is so dumb, this is so stupid. It's like, no, we're, we're
0: trying to figure this out. We don't, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's probably your uncle being weird, throwing shit across the house. <laughs>
1: Or, <laughs> or this damn kid outside's like, what's all this mysterious like, yelling and like moaning and crying? And I'm hearing things like thump against the side of my house. Oh, it's just this, yeah, good for nothing, yeah, like
0: <laughs> the way against the, the house outside. of hell, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Okay, sorry, sorry.
0: No, you're good, dude. Um, Of course, to to your point, we really don't know what it was other than just, like, your dad is drunk and, like, throwing shit around the kitchen because he's trying to, like, sneak around and steal more beers and he doesn't want your (laughs) mom to find out or your uncle's being weird or your brother's fucking with you. Um, Guy W. Lambert posited that poltergeists are actually the sound of water running through natural channels within the earth. And as this water runs, that accounts for, like, the weird, like, Sounds and the voices that you hear associated with poltergeist activity, and also the vibration of the water running around or underneath the house can knock shit off the shelves. This is usually dismissed, though, yeah. because the amount of vibration needed to make these things fly off the goddamn shelves would destroy the house.
1: Yeah, I think that's also a fair point. Um,
0: but but again,
1: you know, could
0: could be potentially. And, 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 another c, c- callback. callback uh, Daniel Turner suggests that Ball Lightning is the culprit for Poltergeist Activity. That's right. That's right. So, who the fuck are we to say? I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to deal with it, I guess. Both, y- yeah. you know, kids oh who would fuck around and play Poltergeist Activity and, like, try and trick me, and, and, actual real spooky ghosts.
1: Yeah, I just... Ugh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad... That that is not my situation either.
0: <laughs> Maybe poltergeist like or
1: cats. I well, and I, that's exactly what I was gonna say next. Like it's bad enough having, like, Tompkins has been so goddamn bad about this. Um, like we have on our like bed, we have like, it's it's not a a headboard, but it also has like some shelving and like some little I guess kind of like cubby holes. Okay. And so that's where I that's where I keep my water bottle. Uh, in case I wake up in the middle of the night and thirsty, that's where the Mrs. Wizard has hers. And son of a bitch Tompkins, for the last month or so, he'll just like, at whatever hour, uh, he'll, he'll, start, he'll start like pawing. He'll like paw at your water bottle and so you hear this, this like scraping noise. And then it's, he's like knocked that over onto her head like <laughs> lost track of how many times.
0: Oh my god.
1: Um, or, 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 yeah, like you hear a crash in one room and then the sound of, like, frantic paws, like, running the opposite direction. It's like, <laughs> son of a bitch, Quincy, what did you do?
0: <laughs> what did you do? <laughs>
1: so, I mean, yeah, maybe that's it, too. Maybe it's... May, it would be interesting to see, because I... Like I said at the, at the beginning, it'd be interesting to cross-reference how many people report poltergeist activities... And also have a cat or like a neighborhood cat that like sneaks into their bathroom window and
0: right, yeah, like just like wrecks shit and then pieces out. <laughs> How many neighborhoods have like a Dennis the Menace in the neighborhood that sneaks yeah. into your house and fucks up your flower beds? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Throw shit around exactly. the house, rearranges furniture. <laughs> There's also these things called funnel ghosts and I don't get it, but apparently it's a downworld it's a downward spiral of cold energy. Hmm. And like you can you can see these, like people will take like a, a temperature probe and shoot it like at a spot where like you feel it getting cold and like up at the top it stops the cold but then as you go down further it gets colder at the bottom. Oh, okay. okay. And some okay. of these get real wonky, because, like, I watched a couple on YouTube about them, and it was like they're aiming at the wall, and it's very clearly winter. Like, there's very clearly snow falling, and they're shooting it at a um the heat duct, you know, for, like, your mm. heat vent. Mm-hmm. They're shooting the probe there, and, like, it starts off cold, like, midway up the wall, and as they go down, it just gets colder, despite the fact that, like, the heat is turned on. But it's just here in this one little corner.
1: Huh. That is
0: interesting. Yeah, but these are different from the Wisp and Fog, because these can't move. Those can apparently, like, move on their own accord. Mm. And then finally, just, there's these things called orbs. They're little balls of light. They're orbs. Guys, go listen to Can You See the Lights? I've plugged it two two weeks in a row now. There must be a reason. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, These show up a lot as evidence, wink, 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 for ghost hunters. And what we're pretty damn sure of is that it's just a lens flare hitting dust motes. Or like oh, right. Flash, hitting yeah, the right. dust, the light reflection. Right,
1: yeah. And or so, no,
0: that's not Grandpa, that's you need to dust more often.
1: <laughs> Clean your camera lenses, guys.
0: It doesn't, yeah. Your attics are gross. Yeah. Types of ghosts. <laughs> As a I mean, broad, like, blanket analysis. Right. Right, right, right. Well, and, and aren't there also... um
1: uh maybe I'm also kind of confusing this with like some of the things we've talked about with yokai, some of the things we've talked about with like SCP, but even just like hearing like weird unexplained noises,
0: like would that I I guess kind of still fall under like poltergeist? I well cuz there was that one little guy, it was like episode 1 and we talked about him and he's the house settling demon. Right,
1: yeah, yeah, And yeah, I cannot
0: yeah. think of his name to save my life, but, like, there's that. But, like, I feel like Japanese have their own kind of ghosts. And, like, yeah, again, broad strokes here, but, like, their mm. ghosts manifest as, like, actual people. Like, there's, like, the Yuki Ona, the snow woman, that will, like, lead travelers, like, either into a storm or out of a storm. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. that. Or like Umi Bozu, the sea ghost that'll like sink ships because they are the souls of drowned sailors and they get lonely. Mm. And they like they, they like hide underneath the like swells and the waves. I, I don't know, it's weird. Ghost seems to really just want to have more ghost friends, and I kind of feel bad for them as a general rule, you know? R- right. I think
1: that that is one of oh um, just because I was kind of doing some Google foo, as you were talking to, the Yanari. Inari. The squeakers
0: there you go
1: yeah um yeah I, I think that is right I think that also seems to be a common eh, not necessarily Universal but a common thread with ghost things is, is they are they, they seem kind of lonely they seem kind of um, you know, like despairing they're trying to yeah you know, either like connect with like people who are still alive or like they're trying to do something but they just can't accomplish their they the goal for whatever reason. Um yeah, I don't know. I think that's also worth worth mentioning.
0: Yeah. I think so, so yeah, like the unfinished business like the the Casper angle. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that beloved film okay, and uh, Christina Ricci movie.
1: I, oh man, I So okay, so so granted, right? Like we just we just watched Hocus Pocus. Uh yesterday because again it's like yeah, it's in the season all that
0: it's the fucking season and
1: yeah and there was there was a part where it's like I wonder if goddamn Casper is on here because I probably haven't seen that since it first right what, what was that like 95 96 something yeah. like that oh god
0: <laughs> <laughs> we watched it our first night in Portland Maine we rolled up to a brewery and they were playing it like projecting it on the wall and it was such a cool moment <laughs> That's
1: pretty... No, yeah. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> well, I, I guess, I mean, so far, yeah, this Atomic Pumpkin, it it, 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 it was a thing, and I guess I'm going to go back to more of that thing, so... Oh, God. Oh, there we
0: go. <laughs> <sighs> I am getting into Avery Brewing's The Kaiser Imperial Oktoberfest Lager at 8%, and I'm... <laughs> I remember this one, and I loved it the last time I had it. And I probably mm. should have bought more than just the six-pack I did today, but...
1: Yeah, but then again, it, it, it's like that thing. Like, like, I tell myself, oh, bacon's on sale. I can, like, buy extra packs of bacon, and then I'll just, like, ration them throughout the year, or th- th- throughout the month, until it goes on sale again. It's like, nope, then I just eat bacon all the goddamn time. And <laughs> I balloon up to over... 200 pounds. Uh, <laughs> so I guess maybe there's something to be said about uh, moderation something something. I don't know. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and make a joke and shoehorn this in, but I can't because it's a really stupid joke. Let's talk about souls for half a second.
1: Oh, sure. yeah.
0: Or like Ghosts. The idea of ghosts. The idea that it is something that got left behind. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh. What if I were to tell you that at least once we tried to prove that the soul was a tangible thing, and we kinda did.
1: I think I might know what you're referencing, but maybe there were other not the Breaking attempts.
0: Bad episode, Gray Matter. Okay,
1: yeah, no, not that one. Not, not, not okay, that one. okay, um, okay. But, but yeah, so tell me about this one, this, like, scientific uh, in- endeavor to, like, determine a, like,
0: tangible, physical thing. Yeah. Um, so in 1907, a doctor named Duncan McDougall, out in Scotland, he attempted to uh, figure out, like, the weight of a soul. Mm. He wanted to see if, like, the soul was a thing that could be weighed. So what he did was he stayed at a nursing home, and hung out with patients that were about to die. One of them had diabetes, uh, a couple of them had tuberculosis, and some others had unspecified 1900s horror disorders. But the point is, when they thought they were about to go, he would have their entire hospital bed, bed weighed with them in it on a very something like within like 0. 0.5 grams accurate oh, scale. Shoot. Dang. He was there. He was like really That's trying to get impressive. this. Yeah. Yeah, for like 1905 or 7. Yeah. You don't think about that, but we we're yeah. probably there by that point. Mm-hmm. And what he found is that out of these six patients, they all exhibited some type of weight change right after death, with the highest amount of change being 21 grams or mm-hmm. three quarters of an ounce. Dang. Yeah, and so his experiment is called the 21 gram experiment. Mm. It is widely debunked and hated on and debased because he only did it one time, kind of, <laughs> and because like how do you replicate a test with dead people? You know, and yeah, part of me's like, man, I if I knew I was gonna go, that'd be real interesting. You you know, take my body and weigh it, like yeah, no, you know, other than like the obvious natural processes, but like these people, are, like the moment of death, he's weighing them and getting like this measurement. So it's not like Anything has any time to take place,
1: right? I so yeah, I think this was the one that I had also heard about, um, but I was like forgetting some of the details. I'm pretty sure it was a Scottish guy, which also sounds about right. Um, but uh, but but yeah, again, like 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 props to this guy, saying like, all right, yeah, let's see if there is any change, or, or let's see if something does happen, um, and. Uh, yeah, I it, 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 and I've heard like people afterwards saying like oh, well maybe it was like uh like uh, uh like dehydration as the like body already starts to like desiccate and like lose moisture. Maybe that's maybe that accounts for the 21 grams. Um or blah 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 blah. blah. It was like, well, I I mean maybe, I don't know. I don't know, but maybe, but yeah. But that, this guy, Dougal? McDougal? Um MacDougal, yeah. Mac MacDougal. Um, yeah, that, that he even went through all the trouble in, yeah, the early 1900s to, like, get as sensitive a scale as down to the half gram um, and, like, kind of go through this. Like, yeah, kudos to him. Props for, Here, props for, him. Uh, props for like, hey, I wonder about this thing, so let me, like see let me let me let me see what happens um
0: let me do actual science yeah right Let me, yeah. let me actually try this thing
1: um but uh but but yeah it, it, that's also sort of like it would be interesting but i'm not necessarily holding my breath to see if that could get replicated or try it again because you're also right too mark right it's like yeah there there, there are some things that you can't really like Okay, well, let's reset this experiment back up here and try it again. It's like, no, that's that's kind of it.
0: <laughs> I, but you know, like without being that guy, hospital beds now have scales inside of them. So uh, yeah, come on, yeah, they do. Like, I'm just saying. Um, mm-hmm. He did try this experiment a second time, um, it, but it was a little more faulty. Because he was going off the uh, presumption that, because again, this is 1907, only humans have souls. But he also tried it with dogs. Mm. And then he found that finding dogs on the verge of dying was really tough to do. So he poisoned around 15 dogs oh. for this experiment. God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just, like, I I, I know this is well before their inception, but like... Stop giving the PETA people am- ammunition there, you know? Like, just don't don't poison
0: dogs, please.
1: <laughs> Daddy, where's Rover?
0: Well, honey, good news is I've conclusively proved that dogs have souls. The bad news is you're getting a new puppy for Christmas. <laughs> oh, not again. Actually, if, if you think about it, it's more a win-win anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> Going to get you a nice fat dog, Veronica, with a big fat plump juicy soul.
1: <laughs> well, but but even that. So like, uh, and I and I I can put on I guess my little bit of like etymology wizard hat here, um, because because yeah, like even that idea though. That like there's something different between a living body. And a dead body, um, and that's where yeah you get things like like the Greek psyche, which was mm-hmm. which that was one way of like talking about the soul. Um, there's also the pneuma, and not like the pneuma pneuma guy, but the pneuma, <laughs> um, which is like wind. That literally means like 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 wind. But again, it's this idea of like no, it, there's like some sort of yeah, there's some sort of like airy, uh, aerial, I- ethereal... Yeah, like, presence or, like, force that, like, is not a human body when it's alive. And then... But, like, that thing still, like, carries on. That that thing still lingers, even if, like, the body's dead. Um, mm-hmm. That's the Latin animus, or anima. Um, okay. And, and, right, that's the same sort of... Well, and, and even, right, like, why we call things like whiskey and rum spirits is from like the like bubbling from like the bubbling of the fermentation and like the distillation process. It's like, aha oh.
0: that's
1: that's that, that's some spirits right there. And boy are are they yum yum in my tum tum. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, right, me. I didn't know even, that bit. Yeah, so it's like even right, even before MacDougall and his scales and the twenty-one gram experiments. Like there were still some observations going on, thousands of years ago, where it's like, yeah, something, something's different here, something's different yeah. here. It's like, like, like something, something has changed, and that, beyond just the fact that they're missing a lot of blood and not like <laughs> talking or breathing, <laughs> but like breath, right? Like that's just it, you know, like pneuma, wind, anima. Yeah. Yeah, it's all... yes, yeah, something with, like, breath, too. The breath of life, if you will.
0: Neat. Hey. Mm-hmm. I'm into it.
1: One of the... Um, one of the, like, great scenes... So many great scenes from, from the Odyssey, but, but one of the great ones that has, like, captured a lot of imagination, that has inspired a lot of, like, other pieces of art, and... Um, uh, re- and things like that is in book 11 Um, Odysseus so in book 10 this is when Odysseus and his men come across um, uh, Circe and her island and she briefly turns the men into pigs Odysseus yeah I know Um, Odysseus with Hermes help eats a magic uh, herb that prevents him from turning into a pig Um, and he says, Aha, Cersei, I've found you. Turn my men back. And she says, Okay, but let's have sex first. And he's like, If you (laughs)
0: insist. uh... (laughs) Okay, I'm trying to get back to my wife, who I allegedly love, but here's my bang to her.
1: And it's like, uh, Okay, well, now all of your men are turned back into humans, and here's a big feast, and a big party. And all my lovely nymphs are are like waiting on you hand and foot, and let's go hit the sack real quick. And before you can go back home, Odysseus, Circe says you have to ask Tiresias for help. And Tiresias, the blind prophet, he has died. He's in the underworld, and so you have to go talk to him, um, and, and 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 learn more about your journey homeward. And so, book eleven. Uh, Features, features this scene and, it, and it's great and it's brilliant um, and this features yeah like a bit of necromancy because okay. cause, cause that's what it is like necro, Greek word for like a corpse uh, mancy, mantic means yeah like predicting the future being a prophet, things like that uh, but then this is also called a nequia which means like yeah you're talking to dead dead people too Um, and so, and so this is, uh, this is a little bit, um, that, uh, uh, well, and, and, and in book 10, um, Circe lays out all of the things that Odysseus has to do in order to, like, commune with these dead spirits, uh, these souls, um, but, uh, but, uh, so, so here's, this is from Emily Wilson's recent translation, and I'll just maybe read a little bit here. So, yeah. so Odysseus and his boys, they're sailing, they're sailing. They, they find this place, this like cave where you can go down. And like, they're, they're right at the limits of like the underworld. Um, and he says, uh, We beached our ship, drove out the sheep, and went to seek the streams of ocean where the goddess had told us we must go. Your Eurylochus and Pyramides made the sacrifice. I drew my sword and dug a hole, a cubit widthwise and lengthwise, and I poured libations for all the dead. First honey mix, sweet wine, and lastly water. On the top, I sprinkled barley and made a solemn vow that if I reached my homeland, I would sacrifice my best young heifer, still uncalved, and pile the altar high with offerings for the dead. I promised for Tiresias as well, a pure black sheep, the best in all my flock. So with these vows, I called upon the dead, I took the sheep and slit their throats above the pit. Black blood flowed out. The spirits came up out of Erebus and gathered around. Teenagers, girls and boys, the old who suffered for many years, and fresh young brides whom labor destroyed in youth, and many men cut down in battle by bronze spears, still dressed in armor, stained it with their blood. From every side they crowded around the pit with eerie cries. Pale fear took hold of me. I roused my men and told them to flay the sheep that I had sacrificed and burn them and pray to Hades and Persephone. I drew my sword and sat on guard, preventing the spirits of the dead from coming near the blood till I had met Tiresias.
0: God damn! I like that.
1: That's ah, so, and so, and so right. And so that's one of the ways that like you, you, you get the, the, the spirits of those who have died to talk is, is you dig this little hole you pour out these libations. You're pouring one out for your homies, um, <laughs> and then on the top you sacrifice some some livestock, so the blood is there, and then it's kind of gruesome, but also kind of cool. Then the spirits like drink the blood, and then that's how they can talk.
0: Um, I'm into it. I think that's great. Like it's
1: super. It's super super cool. So there's so yeah. There's th- this is on um um yeah like this. So so this scene. Um, yeah, it's on like a bunch of like pottery from the ancient world. It's a bunch of, it, it's on a bunch of like Renaissance paintings, um, o- o- Odysseus's journey to the underworld, uh, his Nequia to go talk to the spirits of the dead. Um, and so yeah, and so right. He like talked with Tiresias, and, and Tiresias gives him some advice to get back home. Um, he sees all of his, well, not all of his buddies, but most of his buddies from the Trojan War who had died. Oh shit! Yeah, he sees Agamemnon. He sees uh, Achilles. uh, He sees Ajax the Great, who's like still pissed at him because (laughs) Odysseus got to keep Achilles' armor after he died, and Ajax was like, "No, I was supposed to get that." And then he committed suicide. Um, And and this is so moving. This is so moving. So Odysseus sees Ajax and he like calls off to him he's like Ajax I'm so sorry like I I should have let you have the armor I wasn't thinking right I wish that you were still here and like but like Ajax doesn't say a word like his mm. his, his spirit is still just fucking pissed that that he didn't get the armor <laughs> <laughs> but that also right that also speaks to this idea that that, that is illustrative of this idea that like no these these spirits, these shades, these ghosts still have memories from when they were alive, um, can still hold grudges, um, mm-hmm. can still give advice to to, to the living. Um, and so, yeah, it's just ah, freaking sweet.
0: But it's cool it has been this way the whole time. I like that a lot. Yeah. You know, it's not like we just... Because, you know, you look it up and it's, like, a lot of spirit, uh, spiritualism is it was, like, bored rich white folks in the 1840s when industrialization was huge and they had all this fucking time and money to blow so what they do, they talk to their, like, the spirits of their ancestors right. and shit. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And, like, yeah, there's that half of it and, like, yeah, there's the Fox sisters who faked their, like, seances <laughs> and shit. But, like, <laughs> below that is this. And it's, like here's a here he is going or here's odysseus going to the underworld and like he gets the chance to apologize to ajax and like that's mm-hmm. cool but like he gets to see his the, his dead crew that's neat i don't know yeah. like yeah well and, yeah. and 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 even
1: his his mother um all of this time when he was abroad both fighting in the trojan war and then in like the forever time that it takes to like try to get back home yeah his his mom dies and he gets to like oh, see his mom and like talk with her and have a very share like a very like share yeah like a super powerful moment um mm-hmm. and and yeah and, and of course they're like both crying and just the whole time it's like yeah it's it's powerful stuff man it's powerful stuff it's beautiful man so, yeah so yeah everybody go read the odyssey it's it's great Either yeah, either the Emily Wilson one. I also like the Fagels translation. That was like late '90s, early
0: 2000s. That one's good too. Uh, yeah, go read the Odyssey. Good stuff. Or go watch the shitty Armando Sante <laughs> TV movie version. It's pretty all right too, I guess. It kind of holds
1: up. It kinda, no, so so the professor in this class was like, "Oh, Josh, can you help me like pull up the video clips from the from the." Armand, the uh, uh, Sante version. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to. We need another one. We need a newer one. And he's like, oh come on, it's not that old. It's like, it's like '96. It's like '96, '97. It's, it's like 25 years old now. It's like, oh it's god, old, man. It is, yeah. And, <laughs> 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 Too good. <fucking> Bernadette Bernadette is... <laughs> oh god, I know. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, anyway. (laughs) No, you're good, buddy, I I remember too. Yeah, oh man. Because I feel like we read Odyssey in high school, and then my teacher gave up because it was like, we're too dumb to read Odyssey, so she's like, alright, let's watch the video of it. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I, so I I just got this book
1: uh, through Interlibrary Loan. I didn't have enough time to kind of read through it. But who knows? Maybe maybe later on, um, I'll I'll be able to, yeah, do like a wizard's literary corner follow up. Um, But I got the art of libation in classical Athens. Oh wow! Yeah, I want to learn more about digging a hole and pouring some combination of honey, wine, milk, water, blood. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I want to learn more about that, because that's
0: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to be down here in like two weeks. We can dig a pit in my backyard. Yeah, which, but okay, but also, so,
1: and I kind of threw this offhandedly, but I sincerely mean it to, I think it's amazing, and I love that in, yeah, some maybe like subaltern cultures, what do you do for your homies who left this mortar plane too soon? You fucking pour <laughs> one out for them. And so that's another That's another thing that's like channeling this idea of like, yeah, for, for those of us who are beneath the ground, I'm still going to pour one out for them. I love that shit. I love that shit. Hell yeah. So cool. Hell yeah. So cool.
0: <laughs> so speaking of which, Josh, you, you're going to be down here, right, in a couple weeks, I think. Yes, um, yes. What if you and I just decided, fuck it, let's become ghost hunters, buddy? I mean,
1: we could, we could try to find, yeah, like we could try to find either where the monkey house was. We could, yep. We could go hang out at like Devil's Playground. Although there's, I'm pretty sure it's like an apartment complex, like right across the street there. But yeah, no, hell yeah, dude, we can do it. Even better, even fucking even,
0: better, even fucking better. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> Um, as a side note, if you and I were dumb for making two wizards in 2020, Mm. like a time when literally everyone else said, let's make a podcast, we'd be even dumber to make a ghost hunting show right now. (laughs) (laughs) But I did find the weird patient zero of it. Oh, okay. All right. So according to my research, um, the current ghost hunter epidemic bubble that's occurring right now, it all spawned with an MTV series in the 2000s called Fear. Holy shit, I remember that. MTV's Fear then branched off into Ghost Hunters in 2004. And Ghost Hunters is now in its 25th season. Ghost Hunters is as old as the Armando
1: sante. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, like, I would, I would watch, yeah, some of those episodes of Fear, and, and I would get freaked out. Granted, I was, you know, yeah. like, ten. You were a
0: kid, you were a teenager, yeah.
1: Yeah, but whole, oh, so there was one, um, what was, I don't know if it was, like, a prison or, like, but, like, there's, like, one of those big, like, industrial, um, uh, conveyor belt kind of things, right? Okay, yeah. And so one of the challenges was like one person had to like walk up there, like, 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 like walk up this ramp. Um, and there's like a little kind of like crossbeam uh, up at the top um, with a rope. And it was like, uh, oh, in 1927, um, uh, Billy McStabby hung himself from this. Grain elevator or whatever the fuck it was was like a little like <laughs> audio clue, and then the challenge was like, hey, here's this noose. Put put this noose around your neck. The like rope goes over the cross beam and is in this little spool, and then there's like a cinder block that the rope is tied next to. Oh my god! And it's like put this noose around your neck and then kick the cinder block off the like top of this grain elevator or whatever it was
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the person was like I'm not fucking doing that I'm not gonna like commit suicide like Billy McStabby or whoever it was right and then and then right my like nine year old friend was like there's no way there's no way they're gonna do that so like they, they finally quit and so they kicked the cinder block that had a little piece of rope tied to it but that was just it mm-hmm. like it wasn't connected it wasn't connected to the like news Right, right, right. Because of course they're not going to ask somebody to like. They're not going to murder somebody. The, yeah, on a they're going to murder somebody and air it on the TV, and then like the whole like again like quarter of a mile walk back down this grain elevator. They're like those dirty sons of I'm just wrecking, frackin'. <laughs> it's
0: like that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, sorry. No, just... you're good, buddy. You're good. <laughs> um, so according to the Ghost Hunters guidebook. Which doesn't have an author, but it's free on Kindle Unlimited, so there you go, gang. (laughs) Um, uh, Josh, you and I need to ask ourselves if we have what it takes, so... Oh, boy. Okay. So, pretend this is like your Ghost Hunter interview. You ready? Okay, yep. Yep. Um, Here we go. Yeah, so, um, um, Josh, are you objective?
1: I, yes. I would like to think that I can, um, both observe things objectively and make objective, dispassionate assessments.
0: Okay, okay. And then leading into the second, um, uh, can you be emotionally ready to obtain tangible knowledge of the other side should you find evidence to support it? And, and, are you prepared for the reverse of that? Which I take to mean you find absolutely? Are you prepared to be disappointed? <laughs> prepared to be quote-unquote
1: disappointed? Yes. I think <laughs> I can do... My emotional state would support Either of those outcomes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, Are you being for real here? Or are you just <laughs> treating ghost hunting as a parlor trick, Josh?
1: I am being for real. Um, I, I want to find out more about this.
0: <laughs> All right, fantastic. Let's move on to the skills portion here. That's a okay. great, yeah, it's great. Um, Here okay. we go. Um, So these are some of the crucial things you're going to need as a ghost hunter. Are you ready? Okay, yep. Yeah. The ability to operate technology like cell phones and recorders. Yes. Yes, I can do that. (laughs) Let me cite Two Wizards Podcast. Two Wizards Podcast. (laughs) Exhibit A. Are you able to keep records? Like seeing something and writing down important information, deciding what is and isn't important, but not necessarily discarding the unimportant information, but letting that build a bigger part of your case. Yes, I believe I can do that as well. Are you able to analyze that data? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Josh, are you willing to be sensitive to the supernatural by acknowledging that the ability to be sensitive to the supernatural exists within you? Because without this first vital step, you cannot move forward or trust the information that you are receiving from the other side.
1: Uh, yes, I believe I can do that.
0: Okay. Okay. Can you listen to your gut feeling? Intuition comes in flashes. And when it sweeps over you, you need to note it, analyze and respect it. I'm also quoting this out of the book just for just to be clear here. I'm sure. not like yeah, I'm not no, no, editorializing no. these questions. No, no, no. You're you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> And finally, can you engage your intellect? It must be brought in to analyze the information correctly. Trust that someone signif- something significant has occurred and attempt to figure out exactly what that means. Can you do all that shit, Josh? Uh, yes, I, I believe I can do all that shit. Fantastic. That concludes the interview. Let's move on to your orientation now. I'm going to go ahead and need you to purchase the following items, Josh. Okay. All right, a compass, and these are, this is me, I priced it from Amazon. A compass for $13.58. A Gauss multi-detector device uh, for $380.60. Ooh. A Gauss meter, which apparently is different from a multi de- uh, multi-device, uh, for $119.50, but that is 33% off. An air ion canister for $65.00. And side note, I looked into it, I can't tell you what any of those fucking things do. (laughs) A KZEMR reader, which will run you about $119, and that uh, detects electromagnetic waves. An ELF meter, going to be $179.96, which detects low-level sound as well as radiation. Okay. A remote wireless thermometer, going to run you about 20 bucks. A digital thermometer, or a, uh, sorry, a digital, what the hell does that even say? <laughs> oh, that was the weird one, yeah. A digital hymographer, apparently that's a thing that measures moisture content in the air. It's going to cost you about 32 bucks. A Geiger counter for $82.98, which actually I bought today as a birthday present to myself. Because mm. I, t- I need a Geiger counter, I'm sure of yeah. it. Yeah, happy birthday, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then most importantly, Josh, most importantly, and you even named it at the top of this episode, you're going to need a Thermal Im- Imager, and on the low end, that's going to run you like $299, or a good one, probably closer to 1400 to get you in them them go- real good fleers. Mm-hmm. And you're also going to need a set of night vision goggles for about $200. So your overall bill to start being a ghost hunter is going to run you $1,508.68. Oh, man. Um... Man, I wish i kept some Can of my... Can I go ahead and like get you to sign your I-9s now? Or Yeah. Uh... Man, I
1: wish I could have kept some of my Trump bucks to uh, <laughs> reinvent myself as a ghost hunter.
0: Oh, man. Biggest regret. <laughs> Biden, if you're listening, give us another <laughs> stimulus package to all become paranormal investigators. It'll be... It'll help you win the midterms for sure. <laughs>
1: Blue wave. I would. I don't... Spooky wave.
0: <laughs> Dude, you could be like, I am anti-abortion and we're gonna go bomb most of Africa, but I'm giving you a paranormal researcher stipend. Man, I would really have a hard time not voting for that cat. We're giving you the stipend to prove conclusively that souls exist, to prove conclusively that Christianity is true, so we can establish our, like, religious oligarchy in America. Mm -hmm. Here you go. It's like, well, checking that box for President Ghost Hunt. Yeah. I mean, like, it's as good as anything
1: else right now. (laughs) I mean... Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what... You, you, you know, politics are dividing us for so long. The culture war is going on and on. Um, there's still this uncertainty with like COVID. There's still this geopolitical uncertainty. With all that. What if we just become a nation of ghost hunters? <laughs> right? Like, so many countries have like mandatory like two years military service. What if the United States has? You become a ghost hunter for two years after high
0: school. <laughs> Mandatory ghost hunter conscription, conscription act.
1: Because at this point, I'll I'll try anything, man. <laughs> if, I
0: can. if I
1: see one more goddamn ad about taxing Tim Ryan, keeps increasing your taxes. Like I don't care. I don't care. I'll go sit in like old dilapidated houses and ask, is there a presence here? I'll, I'll, I'll do that. If it's anything, <laughs>
0: I'll go to the ax murder house and bring an ax and be like, Hey, you pussy fucking ghost. Does this ax piss you off? Huh? Come at me fucker. And then like, when I get like ectoplasm punched, I can be like, all right, that's my duty. I got the purple ghost heart. <laughs> purple ghost heart. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> I got the distinguished medal of booberry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like all of the like the like Wick food stamps program. It's all <laughs> Boo It's <boo-berries>
0: for Boo Berry.
1: <laughs> Mark, I, I think these atomic pumpkins are starting to starting to kick in here, buddy. <laughs> would you say that they're conjuring up a spirit of their own good buddy i think i think so i feel the compulsion to get a to get a sword and dig a
0: pit 1 cubit widthwise and 1 cubit lengthwise <laughs> Well, you can do that. You can do that to maybe call up some ghosts that were already there, maybe, hopefully, with any luck. Or you're going to waste, you know, you're going to ruin a sword, you're going to (laughs) be out a bottle of wine and a bunch of honey, and probably a couple sheep. Or Mm -hmm. we could take a page out of the Toronto Center for Cyclical Research and just make our own fucking ghost, Josh. (gasps) No way. Yeah,
1: buddy. Oh my god, I want to do this so bad. Okay, lay it on me. So, like, all, right. all of the ghost hunting gear running upwards of a G... Yeah. But I will pay any price to make my own ghost. <laughs> I'll max out my credit card right now.
0: <laughs> I will max out my credit card right now. <laughs> um, In... The year of our Lord nineteen seventy. Up at the Toronto Society for Cyclical Research, a Dr. A. R. G. Owens. That's right. He's a pirate. R. Ah. Owens. <laughs> he led eight students in the creation of a ghost. Hmm. Starting with a creation of a backstory of a man of a totally fictional man by the name of one Philip Aylesford. This is his biography. He was an aristocratic Englishman living in the 1600s at the time of Oliver Cromwell. He supported the king and was a Catholic. He married a beautiful but cold and frigid wife, Dorothea, the daughter of a neighboring nobleman. One day when out riding on the boundaries of his estate, Philip came across a gypsy encampment and saw a beautiful, dark-eyed, raven-haired gypsy girl named Margot and fell in love instantly with her. He brought her back secretly to live at the gatehouse, near the stables of Diddington Manor, his family home. For some time, he kept his love nest a secret, but eventually Dorothea realized he was keeping someone else there. She found Margot and accused her of practicing witchcraft to steal her husband's affections. Philip was too scared of losing his reputation and his possessions, that's the big one, his possessions, to protest at the trial of Margot, and she was convicted of witchcraft and burnt at the stake. Philip was subsequently mistricken with remorse that he had not tried to defend Margot, and used to pace the battlements of Diddington Manor in, des- in despair. Finally, one morning, his body was found at the foot of the battlements, once he had cast himself in a fit of agony and remorse. So that's the backstory that the students and ARG Owens (laughs) created for this cat, Philip Aylesworth. right? They spent two years understanding this, and this is... I gotta assume this is, like, your blow-off class. This is, like, Ghost Physiology 204... It's a Tuesday-Thursday from, like, 11 to one 30, Or, like, 11 to twelve thirty, Like, you just y- don't care.
1: So, and if listeners... If you're thinking, like, whatever, that can't be... A class like that can't exist. Let me tell you, as I'm, like, entering the job market, as I'm finishing up my degree, as I'm looking for teaching jobs, there was one posting at an institution that I will not name. And I was like, oh, well, let me check out their theater program. Let me, like, you know, see what's going on there. Uh, Mark, this... This institution, this theater department, offered a class on the performance of knitting.
0: Wow. <laughs> Where it's like This is some fucking community shit.
1: No, it is. It is. It's community shit. So the fact that here's a here's a, a college class, a university class that is creating a
0: ghost just water off this duck's back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, um, Doctor Owens' his wife was the former chairperson of Mensa. Okay, that's that's I'm just pretty throwing sick. Throwing it out there, like yeah, yeah that's pretty sick. Yeah, um, the group enlisted the artistic talents of one of its members to actually draw a portrait of Philip, and they kind of like collaborate on this and like did a, a an eight-person sketch drawing of what they thought that this Philip Aylesbury looked like. Mm. So they spent two years discussing Philip and learning about Philip until 1972 when they actually started having their own seance. This started with them in a brightly lit room, or not bright, like it was a classroom, just a classroom, and they're kind of like, all right, we're trying to like group hallucinate the image of Philip. We're going to focus our intent on the idea of this guy, Philip, who we know his backstory, we understand who he is, and they came up with nothing until somebody said, hey, what if we did it like a seance? So they had a seance for Philip. They dimmed the lights, they, like, put a tablecloth over a sp- fucking spooky-ass table, they laid down rugs, they, like, did their due diligence, right? And goddammit, if they didn't fucking summon Philip. <laughs> These eight people and their professor, Arg Owen, along with several observers, who just watched the exp They watched through this, like, two-and-a-half-year process. They watched this thing occur, and this thing happened. Um, Philip could be manifested... Um, He would communicate with table wrapping. So one knock for yes, two knocks for no. Mr. Ed rules. (laughs) And they got to know this ghost that they had made up. Um, Philip could also move the table and make it walk. And mind you, this was a heavy table on carpets. Apparently, he could possess the left leg and make the and like jerk it. That it was, I don't know how it works, but apparently, he could like jerk the table around. (laughs) Um, This culminated in a uh, seance performed in front of 50 observers where Philip levitated the table about two inches off the ground. (sighs) This was also video recorded. But apparently, because it was the 70s and video cameras sucked, we do not have... Imi- we have the seance video, and I watched it, and you cannot tell. Mm. Mm-hmm. But everyone there, 58 people say, oh yeah, that fucking table jumped off the ground. I mean... So yeah, Philip Aylesbury, the fucking ghost that we made up, and apparently he's real. So that bears the question, Josh, like... um. Yeah. Are you seeing your father telling you to avenge his murder? Or are you manifesting guilty feelings because you know your uncle's a piece of shit and nailing your mom? And, and, is there a ghost who's guiding your hand as you drive you and your boy through the fields of Kansas and you, like, feel the ghost take control of you so you don't go, you know, make a bunch of deer ghosts and a bunch of family ghosts at the same time? (laughs) Are you seeing your Nana in her knitting chair knitting... Or do you just miss a person and your brain is filling in the blanks and creating that, that fill-in space in your, like, you know, in what you observe, in your observable reality? Yeah. Because it doesn't last. You don't see ghosts for long. They're there and then you're gone until, like, your actual mind realizes what's happening and snaps them right. out.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like just when you kind of put together, ah, this is, this is a ghost, then, yeah, they,
0: like, disappear. They, like, vanish. Yeah. Uh, was that person on the street even there at all? Who the fuck can say? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, that's where the hitchhiker got stabbed by townies 20 years ago. Like, oh, okay, good to know, good to know.
1: No, I think, oh, man, that's such a brilliant point to, like, kind of start wrapping things up with. Because it is, it's like, wh- how 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 much of it, too, with things, okay, like like pouring libations like making sacrifices like doing a séance like the, i guess it seems like there are both the instances where hey i just like walk into a room randomly and ah there's a there's a a, a ghost a spooky spooky ghost um <laughs> and sure that's like half of it but then yes like you're saying too that that other part where the like living are are trying actively to channel, to summon, to to make contact with the other person, or the other person's spirit. Um, and yeah, and, and I think a lot of it is also something that we kind of build together. Like, cause you called it like a, a psychic tear.
0: Yeah, like a psychic scar. Yeah, yeah or a scar. There's yeah, an impression yeah. that is left by like whatever it is to be a human or or just to be a living thing on this planet. Like Mm -hmm. there is an impression that we leave as like a dent on reality. Yeah. Yeah. And we're a baseball, we're a baseball that hits the fender of your brand new fucking car. And sometimes (laughs) you can hit it hard enough to leave that dent no matter what you do.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then, and then it is. And like, and then, yeah, when you walk, walk by when you commute each morning to work, and you see that dent. It's like, oh yes, son of a bitch. That's when I remember that day, <laughs> like it was yesterday. You know, and it is. And if you're when Od- I made Odysseus, a ghost out
0: of the Johnson boy,
1: yeah. <laughs> and and if you're Odysseus, and like maybe actually like coming to terms with like just how horrific all this fighting has been. That, that yeah, you see like oh, there's Agamemnon, there's Achilles, there's there's Ajax, and goddamn, do I feel bad. Like I did him wrong. Yeah, like that's maybe that's you like, sort of like processing your own stuff too.
0: Um, so, so fuck y- man, Pola Dana. Like you just like make Tadena. your own ability to process shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, and 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 if that takes, if that uh uh takes the appearance of like seeing a ghost and like either having a conversation with it or like following it as it's silent and you have to kind of figure it out. Uh, on your own? Mario, okay, so like for turning in, for like what we promised at the outset, this being like a loose shroud episode Man, we we went some places, buddy We kind of got weird, didn't we? We kind of did, and not I'm, I'm not saying it's not not the Atomic Pumpkin But I'm also saying it's not just that <laughs> So <laughs> uh, what well, you're we,
0: saying is you conjured up the spirit of the atomic pumpkin. I'm looking over my shoulder,
1: and yeah, there's a giant pumpkin that's, like, radioactive, and <laughs> it's, sitting, it's sitting right... It's
0: the radioactive pumpkin, Charlie
1: Brown! And it's in here, with me, in the room, right now. I feel its presence. <laughs> um,
0: uh. Well,
1: well so, so also, and... and I can just kind of like wrap this up quickly because something else that she offered me was like, oh yeah, Josh, like there's also, yes, there's book 11 from the Odyssey, but the other very famous kind of depiction of like the summoning of, of a ghost from the Greeks is in this tragedy uh, written by Aeschylus called the Persians. Just to kind of go through that quickly, th- th- this is one of the few or one of the only Surviving plays that we have that, that, that is not based on myth, but it's based on like a historical event. It's based on the Battle of Salamis, this, this huge naval uh, battle that helped turn the tide against the Persian invasion of Athens in, in Greece. Um, and Check Aeschylus, out our 300
0: Cinema Series episode.
1: I- I- indeed. And as you also r- recall from the 300 Cinema Series, um, Aeschylus, the playwright, fought in that battle and he fought at Marathon. Yes. He wasn't like a ninja guy, uh, or maybe he was. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't know. Um, but there's there's a moment from that scene where the play actually takes it, it, it. It's set in Persia. It's not set in Greece, and and it's about the sort of like, hey, Xerxes went over there to go fight. We kind of have this bad feeling uh, all the way like. A quarter of the way across the world, um, and and the like, queen Xerxes' mother, uh, 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 a Tassa, um, she she is like, okay, I I kind of got a bad feeling about this. Why don't I try to like channel the spirit of my dead husband, Darius, who first tried to I- invade, and was defeated at Marathon. She also kind of goes through the speech where... Describes a very similar pouring of libations. Um, let's see here. So uh, uh, bu- 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 so yeah, uh, thus I had left my finery behind and made this journey without chariots, bringing libations to pour for my son's father, offerings that propitiate the dead. First, sweet white milk that uh, came from a pure cow, then shining honey, the flower reaper's drops. Next, drops of water from a virgin stream, an unmixed liquid born from a wild mother, the shining gladness of the ancient grapevine. And from a tree that always stays in leaf, the harvest of the fragrant yellow olive. Then woven flowers, the sons of fertile earth. My friends, with these libations to the dead, sing hymns of reverence. I call forth the god Darius while I send these earth-drunk honors as offerings to p- please the gods below. Um, and so then the ghost, the shade, the spirit of Darius shows up and he's like, my fucking kid, he screwed it up. He screwed <laughs> it up! And then, like, the chorus, who are all these, like, Persian... Yeah, like, court elders. Uh, they're like, ah, shit, he, he screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, even that's it. Even that is, like, could that be a way to, like, depict that sort of, like, mental process of, like, uh, we, like, our forces, all of our sons were, like, completely wiped out in this battle at salamis and oh, God. yeah and it's like and the fact that it's a greek playwright writing relative like very empathetically yeah about the enemy about the people that he was fighting and we're we're trying to kill him and he was trying to kill them but but he depicts them in such yeah you know, like an empathetic way uh yeah, like, it's not like a like a rah-rah Athen- yeah, like Team Athens World Police. Like, that's not what this play is. So, like, I'm sure that that was a lot of, like, kind of processing too for, like, the audience. Many of whom were also probably veterans of, of those battles. It's just it's just, man. <laughs> yeah, what else do you do with it? Yeah, like... well, And, and it is, and it is, and it's a way of, like, Maybe there is some internal stuff that you're still kind of processing and like haven't fully incorporated or like dealt with. And so maybe you have to externalize that a little bit and make it a ghost. Because um, maybe that's that little extra. Maybe that's that like extra little bit of. I don't know, detachment or separation where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is. My dead father trying to tell me something. Um. I, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't stuff. know. It's weird I also okay. So yes. So we also made the South Park. It was a spooky, spooky ghost joke. I would also. <laughs> I would also be remiss if I didn't make. And it's been a while that we we haven't made the Futurama joke, where Bender turns into a g g g g ghost. No, just the normal one.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I,
0: I, I yeah. Atomic I, Pumpkin. It's so okay. Dude. It, it is, it it's is, It's okay. Go listen. I think it was like Urban Legends or like one of the Halloween challenges two years ago. It was, man. And I got into that shit and like it ruined my goddamn night.
1: Yeah, it's, well, it's not like ruined, but I, again, I think I am like peering through like But you know what the, I mean. Like it's just, yeah. it gets yeah. rugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So, I I guess, okay, so I almost hesitate to say like final thoughts or like closing thoughts because, buckle up, listeners, we're going to be doing this for an entire month. Uh, And I probably won't be drinking atomic pumpkin, but maybe I'll do like pumpkin beers or something. I don't know, something like that. But um, Uh, if if,
0: you're here next week, you're going to be drinking pumpkin or atomic pumpkin with me, buddy.
1: Oh, baby. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. As we wander through Alamosa, like. Yell recording a live podcast <laughs>
0: Try to like uh, the, the devil's playground <laughs> oh, oh fuck there's a ghost in El Super Taco. Got a ghost in my thumb, Tell you what <laughs> Let's get out of here um, Listeners just buckle up
1: uh, Thank you for joining us for this introduction To, to Ookie Spooky Spooky Month Yeah like but, yeah, truly um, And we're, we're going to talk about all sorts of Ghosty things um, we're going to have, and we've announced it al- already, we're, we're going to have another Two Wizards live in the same room, in the same haunted house, however we describe it. Um, episode coming up shortly. Um, uh, you we're going to sh-
0: summon a ghost, guys. That's all there is to it.
1: Yeah, so send us your ghost stories. We want to know what are your encounters, what experiences have you had. Uh, send an email, podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Two Wizards Pod C1. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Two Wizards Podcast. We're on Instagram, Two Wizards. Uh, I'm on Twitter. You can find me at Plaid Barbarian. Uh, Mark, you mentioned um, Dangle Podcast. What's what's happening
0: over there? Uh, Dangle Podcast, the weekly King of the Hill podcast where me and our buddy Johnny, I can say our buddy because mm-hmm. it is our buddy, um, we is. take two episodes of the King of the Hill to discuss it. This week we're doing. Um, a Man Without a Country Club. That's where Hank joins the All-Asian Country Club unknowingly. Oh, so and so Beer and Loathing, the one where Peggy works at Alamo and can't tell Hank that they poisoned the beer on accident. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, come check us out over there. You can find me at Marky Stardust on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, no, really, let us know, guys. Do you have spooky ghost stories? Um, especially moving forward here. Short notice, yeah, sure, whatever, but, like, um, Do you have a dead pet that you see often? Cause I want to know about it. Like we're doing ghost animals in like a week here. I'm pretty goddamn sure. So yeah. tell us about that. Um, reach out there. We've been getting a lot of good feedback. Um, yeah. yeah. I, again, you know, rate and review all that good shit. Um, I don't know. I I hate asking for it. You know. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. But right. Tell someone. Well, just tell someone. Tell someone you're into us. Be like, hey, these two wizards. They're doing work. Um. They're 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 kind of tacky and they're kind of assholes, but they're also intelligent and funny. So I forgive them for it. Like yeah, right, right, right. right. Um, and then you can tell somebody about it when you guys are drunk at a bar, and then like that person let the ghost of a memory in their head. And like they'll be sleeping, and Josh and I will appear before them, like ooh, two wizards, <laughs> and they'll wake up screaming. And that's the look of our podcast, and I don't want to like make people wake up screaming, but hey, if it's how we get downloads, well, that's what I'm prepared to do. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll talk to you later, guys. Thank you for listening. We love you all, everyone. Indeed. Take care, everybody. He rolled upon his back, and after that. I KILLED THEM ALL!